Damn, what is up everybody? Welcome back to the Two Edit Minutes Podcast. We're back. I'm with Colin, Warner, and Nick. Is that right? Yeah. Just the just the four of us this time. It was an insane game week. We got a lot to talk about. Uh what's up guys? Welcome back. Happy to be hey, back. What's up? <laughs> oh, there's Nick. <laughs> Floating in outer space. It was an absolutely insane game week. It was a record-breaking game week, actually. Uh, I, we can hop right into that because it was a it was a goal-scoring record, right, Colin? Yeah. Um, Gab Jesus, my player. Uh, the last like kick of the game week basically set the record for for most goals. I think forty-four. Humble brag. Yeah, <laughs> he was gonna get like four points otherwise, and he's like, "Now nah, I get a goal." <laughs> I was actually surprised because I saw some random other stat about like most goals in one day, which is kind of dumb because, well, obviously now we have the staggered game, so there's not that many games in a day, but it seemed like pretty high for goals in a day. So I'm actually surprised that it was a record breaker for the, for the whole game week, but not when you, not given the fact that there were so many goals in some of the games. My players didn't yeah. contribute, so. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely Wait, stunning. It's only Tim's players who contributed. It was the yeah. most... Boy- Goal scored in a game week in the history of the Premier League, and neither me nor Nick had a player that scored one of them. Absolutely <laughs> insane. Not only my boys put up eleven goals. Not only that, not only did they not score this week, but they did, did not score last week either. We have zero goals. It's a hey. it's a dry spell, dude. <laughs> if you didn't drop Diagana, you would have had one more goal. <laughs> Yeah, I would have no, because I I dropped him for a player who who scored, so it wouldn't have mattered. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, just a wild game week, tons of fun, like so many goals. We're gonna go through all the games later and do like a review. Um, just a reminder that we have a actually not a reminder, but the first time we're telling you that we have a Twitter. Um, uh, that you guys can follow. It's at two underscore added. Uh, go on there, like ask us questions. Um, we've been sort of getting more active on that and Reddit. Um, and also in Discord uh, groups and just sort of like answering people's questions and like just talking fantasy. So if you have questions about your team or your league, just hit us up on there and we'll get to it and uh, talk about it on the pod. Are we verified um, yet? Yeah, not not quite, not quite. <laughs> We're on the way. We're on the way. <laughs> we did get to a point where I had where I was able to tell my mom she didn't have to follow us anymore. So steps in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? That's oh, one yeah. follower. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, We're in the negative for the last month now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So like, I mean, so besides the goals this week, it was kind of like I was I I, I was awakened to some other like kind of BS that I'm realizing in the league. Like two things are offsides and penalties. I know we wanted to talk about that. Like starting with the penalties, like they're calling everything. Yeah. Bar's getting in there. Um, I think there's been at least two where it was like, handball where like the arm was like kind of not in a natural position but kind of was and it was like kicked off it from like point blank and they were penalties which i think used to not happen so yeah the spurs one comes to mind for that it makes me feel a little bit better about having bruno because united already had like seven million penalties last season and now they're gonna have like three times that so (laughs) he takes the penalties so (laughs) Dude, the De Gea one was nuts. Like, he just came off the line, and I don't actually think he's drafted in our league is, or on a team in our league. But I De saw someone I think, drop yeah, him. I think he yeah, he got dropped. Which, uh, fair enough, he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. I had him last year. But yeah, he came off the freaking line and 
what a game we'll yeah the later, retake but... the retake yeah yeah interesting uh interestingly enough team of runner uh has drawn two penalties and he hasn't taken either um <laughs> so that's interesting i mean that's what you want that's what you're looking well, for. well i think like in a couple weeks Jorginho might not even be in the side maybe i don't know so, so. he might be i i would bet burner Fucking would take better. him well especially didn't he uh wasn't his saved or he missed or something? Yeah, he scored the first one and then he missed this week's. Yeah, so he might be off duty now. I don't know. Although I hear he's pretty consistent, so. Yeah, I think Vern needs to take those. But, like, also, Nick, you've got a great commissioner who has penalties one as a scoring category, and I think it counts as like a big chance created, so I got you. Yeah, literally, if I didn't have him or Robertson, I'd be in the fucking be down the bottom of the league with Warner. Yeah. <laughs> bottom baby. He tanked nobody for knows, Bell. Nobody knows the bottom of the league like I do. Dude, it's actually kind of insane. <laughs> I, la- I believe last year I started 1 and 7. And uh this year I'm hoping to top that. Yeah, but you did so yeah, so I guess we'll talk about waivers now cuz waivers cleared this morning for us. We're, we're recording on Tuesday night and they record uh they they processed on this morning at 5 a.m. Um it was just like the probably the biggest waiver weekend I can remember. I or, think it probably you know, will t- be the best biggest waiver weekend for a while as well. Dude, not yeah, even gonna lie. Big names. I woke up in a heat at 4:52 a.m. <laughs> Dude, same. It's the first thing it's the first thing I thought about when I got up. <laughs> Dude, I, woke I, up I didn't even three. have an alarm. I woke up at four fifty-two, and I was like, "Holy and I woke- shit!" In eight minutes, my life is gonna be flipped upside down, and I didn't get anybody. <laughs> Nobody. I I got Kenny Tete, so there you go. <laughs> on, on a free, dude. You guys blundered it. You guys blundered it. Yeah. So well, I don't know. I I didn't even bid for bail. I don't. I had ninety-nine, ninety-nine, and I don't want a player who will not play till November either. So yeah. So the way, the way it works for us is we, we did waiver bidding for the first time this year. So kind of an experiment, but our tiebreaker was whoever's lowest in the standings. So Warner, I wonder who that was. That. <laughs> yeah. Warner just like filled that in. So he tanked for bail. If Grealish scored better, actually no, Tank, t- off with De Bruyne. tanked makes it seem like I tried. Didn't have to. Now <laughs> yeah, Warner, let me ask you, does, do you think Bale will be a serious upgrade on the player you dropped? William Saliba? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd have to guess. I'd have to guess. Yes. It was a close one. We really had to think about it in the locker room, but I think Bale's going to do as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was reading a fan tracks article that was super interesting that uh, like at, at 2am the night before, or like the morning of waivers dropping. Um, it was sort of giving an estimate that for first round value, you blow your budget hundred. Uh, like if you would have drafted them in the first round, oh, uh, yeah. second to third round, it said 60 to, 60 to $90. Fourth to fifth round is 35 to 60. Fifth to, se- to seventh round is 15 to $35 and seventh and seventh round and lower is zero to 15, which I, th- I disagree with in terms of like seventh and lower round. Like I think a lot of those players you could probably get on freeze or like if you just bid like a cent or a dollar, um, but the way it went in our league was Bale went for 100 to Warner, and then Barnes picked up Tiago for like 99.96, which I think was probably the most surprising one. Um, yeah, I was shocked at that he went for that much. I mean, I think, like I was saying, I think when he when he plays, he will get a lot of points uh, just based on how the scoring is and stuff. Um, but I 
think he'll also rotate a good amount even though he's like you know he's definitely the best midfielder don't get me wrong on the the team um which is saying a lot but like they did so much with uh Fabinho Henderson and Wijnaldum um and even if Wijnaldum leaves like he's rumored to go to Barcelona um there's still like Keita as well who wants to get in um who's younger so um I just would wonder if he's gonna rotate a lot and considering it was full budget he played like at most something like 2000-ish minutes a season at Bayern which is like half the minutes roughly or a bit more than that so last season he played like 1800 minutes um 24 appearances so we'll yeah, see yeah i mean it's fair but i think like the way they brought him on in the second half in that game like and the way he played it, it gave me more confidence in him like i was not really thinking about him but then i think it's justified just because like for barnes's team like he needs he needs a good player and like the 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 waiver money is not doing anything for him unless it's like in a player so dude yeah, his passes right. are just beautiful to watch yeah, as a oh yeah, so a much Byron, bend on him. They're just so sexy. As a Byron fan, I think he's just <laughs> horrifically underrated. Like I think he's yeah. gonna he has to start every game. I, he's I so think good. that with with Byron doing that, and and I'm not saying he wouldn't start because he's not like good enough or whatever, or not obviously the best midfielder. It's just like I don't know, maybe he just like isn't quite fit enough to play game in game out for a whole season or something like I that i could see that we, at the beginning, at really the beginning like the first two games i could see him yeah coming on halftime or starting going off at half but when it comes Dude, down to the, of, at the end of the season he's gonna be starting amazing. every game going 90 minutes mm. they're just beautiful to watch can't get over yeah, it. It yeah. Time, time will tell but yeah he's he's definitely amazing to to watch and then the third like biggest player was regulon who i picked up for 50 50 beans yeah, I thought that was that was higher than I expected to, but um, I think he'll like get in and start like right away, pretty much. Maybe miss like a week or two at most. Well, Reggie's yeah. a good player too. He, uh, I know he was very high up in the ranking of fullbacks in the Spanish league last year. So, mm-hmm. the yeah, well, just nice. My my confusion with him and. I don't want to like sound like a Mourinho hater, even though I am, and I admit that. <laughs> um, You're not but It's just that typically the way he sets teams up is like with one fullback sort of dropping back as a third center back, and one like getting more forward. Um, and so that was always Arier. And then you would think that the the purchase of of Doherty from Wolves that he would be that guy, but then apparently one of Regulon's like biggest strengths is attacking so it's like if if they have both does that mean Mourinho's gonna change his ways and both of them are gonna attack or you know is one of them gonna be limited in their attacking capabilities yeah I guess from yeah this is the way it goes for my teams I would assume or do you want this drop back (laughs) (laughs) and just get zero points (laughs) he was pretty bad in defense for us but but yeah, I mean, for my team, I just needed to, I don't know, Aspicoleta was not starting, so just drop him, but... Um, yeah, well, I got f- screwed over by Toby, who usually Mourinho doesn't rotate much, and I was shocked to see Davidson Sanchez in for Toby, so <laughs> I don't know what's going on at Spurs. Yeah, and then I guess the other, other the only other thing um, that I wanted to bring up was the offsides flags, which are just, like, painful. They're, like, not... 
they, it makes sense, but like they're not they're not raising the flag for an even even an obvious offside and letting the play run out and then raising it, and it's just like I don't yeah, know, it's hard to watch. It's it's crazy. I feel like we're getting less like real game time, and I feel like it's starting to go in the way a bit of like American football with like the VAR for the penalties and everything really like getting in there and like breaking up the actual play of the game and then the offsides flags like extending um sort of like a play that will end up just being called offsides or whatever so yeah there's some virtue to it yeah i mean it's almost like the sideline referee is almost useless now right like what are they what are they there for yeah i mean everything well they they're They're still calling the offsides. It's just they're waiting to put the flag up until the play completes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Um. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. I, I know a lot of people are complaining about that, but it, it makes sense that they don't want to call off a play that that ends up like would have ended. That up could end a in a goal, right? Yeah, when VAR will review if to make sure they were onside or whatever. Yeah, I I get it. It's just I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how it develops. But yeah, we we can hop into the games here. The first game of the week was um. Everton and West Brom. This one finished 5-2. A hat trick from Calvert-Lewin. James picked up a goal, and Keane with the fifth goal for Everton. And West Brom got goals from their two young studs that we were touting earlier, Diangana and Pereira. So pretty yeah, pretty good game. Yeah, I was going to... And I was going to even say this last week before what your front line did, but I was going to say I think that you had the best forward three in our our league um and they definitely proved that this week uh with calvert lewin there um and then also i know i think we posted our draft somewhere and i remember someone commented on james being picked in like the third round was like maybe a bit risky or early but like he's been proving me proving me well so far so yeah (laughs) Yeah, he's been really good yeah so pretty exciting game though um yeah, I, I did up. drop I did drop Diangana and he scored early, but luckily I was still asleep, so I didn't get pissed. <laughs> yeah, I was just laughing because I knew I knew you were asleep <laughs> and I, I knew you dropped him too. <laughs> Ch- chuckling on your couch with your blanket at seven AM at me and then DCL yeah. picked up a hattie. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, so I figured you wouldn't be too upset. <laughs> let's just okay, we'll get we'll get to my exact result later, but let's just say I was in an absolute battle this week and needed every point I got. Almost, but um we were we were also talking about how like i don't know it came up in conversation like good players don't get red cards and we were just like talking about that and like you just rarely see like the top of the top players getting red cards and then colin said yeah except for kieran gibbs last week (laughs) yeah my my beautiful boy kieran (laughs) former arsenal player and then slavin bilic too man oh yeah he got yeah he got sent off too and he'll probably pick up a fine if he hasn't already for talking in the press conference afterward. Yeah, I think they I think they downgraded it to a fine. Oh, really? They took away the red? Yeah, just because Mike Dean's a fucking twat, so. <laughs> I want to say that too, but I feel like half the reason you say that is because he's like a Spurs ref or whatever. And like, <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to no, I mean conspiracy, but I do well, like him. I, I do think he's like, because there, there is videos of him like, playing advantage for Spurs and then celebrating when they score. But that might just be him congratulating himself for playing advantage or something. Basically, he just always is 
no matter the team or anything he always like makes the game about himself and has to be like the spectacle and all that shit and it's just obnoxious yeah i, I can see that he's he yeah i don't like him at all but so it's a good game from Pereira and Diangana, both players that like should be looked at as waiver options in a, in a deep league. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that with them, the thing is like West Brom are fucking shit, but, but they are like kind of just like they're going balls to the wall, like they're attacking. Those two players are good enough because like Pereira's goal was off like a free kick he took, so and Diangana like sprinted half the field and scored. So um, no matter how tough the team they're facing is they'll always have like a chance for points yeah yeah but and they're like they seem to be playing like pretty positive um yeah billich um that makes sense for for him too so any other notes on that game nope. if not we can jump into the... what's that not for me yeah so if not we can jump into the other game the next game which also featured seven goals <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this one was Leeds uh, taking down Fulham 4-3 this, so the goals are from uh, Costa had two goals for Leeds Click added a penalty and Bamford scored uh, and then Fulham uh, had Mitrovic with a penalty and a goal and Reed with another goal so definitely Mitro. a really good game <laughs> <laughs> it, it seemed this game seemed over but then Fulham climbed right back and both made it, it, it more made me suspect of Leeds defense than it did of Fulham's attack because uh, I, I don't know, but F- Fulham definitely they they seem to get lucky towards the end and like pick up a few goals that I don't know they were creating chances too. It made me just feel not excited about Leeds Leeds defense, but it did yeah, make me Fulham. excited that that uh, Stuart Dallas is classed as a mid, and I picked him up on waivers, and he would have got <laughs> less points. <laughs> yeah, Fulham. Uh, Fulham ended up getting a lot of chances in like the last like quarter ish of the game. Um, which yeah, I, I think Leeds defense is really suspect, and they should have just killed the game off, but they they didn't. So, well, we thought that their div was like the their their strength coming in, but I don't know. They seemed out, out of sorts. Yeah, I mean, they did lose Ben White, who was like a big center back for them on loan yeah. from Brighton last season. Um, so I wonder if that's part of it. I actually just saw they they just signed another center back today. Um, I don't know if he's any good or not so maybe that will help as well along with cock <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah i don't know what is there to say about mitro nick i know uh, chris is trying to get you to trade for him he definitely looks good he's just he's just a stud like there's nothing you can there's nothing you can combat and just like like go against that <laughs> he's, like, he's, good on, he's good for fulham on pens he's just a target with the headers He's just, I think, like, I don't know. I think Fulham's attack is a lot better. It, like, it just looks really good. Like, I think they did pretty well against Arsenal. Like, they had chances. I don't think necessarily like, in the final third, but I don't think Mitro was there. Um, so I think Fulham's attack is, like, actually pretty decent. So I think Mitro is just going to get, like, boatloads of opportunity. He should. Yeah. I think, I think, too, the, and this goes with the penalty shit we were talking about earlier. Um, so, like, if Click is available in your league, I would pick him up. Um, and obviously Mitro is, like, probably the penalty takers on any team unless something changes with the rules, which I don't even think it can midseason. Like, any penalty takers probably worth having. 
Yeah, our league our league scoring does discount penalties like quite a bit from a normal goal, but um, you know, it, it's still good to have. Yeah, and most leagues I don't think discount that, so it's worth more to other folks. Oh, okay, yeah. Bamford's yeah. still a fraud. Don't get him, even though he. I don't know. I I think points. Bamford is worth getting. <laughs> I, I think you I have to think... just because Rodrigo can't do anything. Well, it's weird. They, they started him like further back in the midfield. Yeah, spent thirty million Which pounds on him. They just can't do anything. I think for <laughs> the time being, Bamford should probably be picked up in most like leagues that have at least ten. Oh, absolutely. I'd say so. Yes. Even Lucky though my opponent I don't know. had him on the bench. Usually, when Colin hates a player, like I can see it, but with Bamford, like he looks all right. Like I don't. He's not a, like a stylistically exciting player to watch, but he's he's good. He's yeah, clean. He's bad. <laughs> well, part of, part of me wonders if he only started because I guess Pablo Hernandez had like some injury, like a, a small one before the game or something, and wasn't in the lineup. So I'd be concerned that he starts next game or in two weeks or something, and then Rodrigo is a striker with Hernandez taking that that midfield spot. Yeah, but we'd have to see. So it could be a risk, but I mean, if he is gonna start up there, like. It looks like Leeds are getting chances. Um, even though, so they actually had lower expected goals in that match um, by the end of it. I think a lot of that came from Fulham creating a lot of chances at the end. Um, but they, I guess, technically would be expected to to lose that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, J- and Jack Harrison was another player to note. He had a bad day fantasy-wise. Um, I wouldn't panic on him, though. I think he'll still be a good producer. But... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Elder Costa, I just want to mention, is his two goals were like super low chance goals. Uh, first one seven percent. <laughs> uh, last one nine percent for a second maybe one. Maybe that just means he's class. Yeah, maybe he's just like super clinical finisher. Who knows? But um, yeah, his he's expected at like point one seven goals, and he has two now. So, but he plays every. He's played. 90 minutes both games so yeah worth so it yeah, i think he got picked up in our league um mm-hmm. yeah as soon as i saw my opponent this week drop out hernandez like I, I can't remember but i think he got like injured in warm-ups i'm not quite sure someone did but it might not have been him um but as soon as i saw my opponent like sneak in and drop him i was like oh we're in for a long weekend here because <laughs> he's on top of it oh yeah yeah all right well that that he brings us better to, than uh, that yeah, he did deserve better than that. We'll, we'll get to the final scores, but um, the next game was Man United and Crystal Palace. This was a really fun game for me to watch. Uh, everyone but Austin, who isn't on the pod for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> Man United got their sole, uh, their sole goal from Van de Beek in the 80th minute. Um, Townsend scored early for Crystal Palace in the 7th, and then Zaha finished him off uh, with a penalty in the 85th, and he also scored in the 74th minute. Uh, or no, sorry, that switch. The penalty was the uh, the first one. Uh, but definitely like a pretty dominant performance from Palace, who are now two zero. Yeah, Zaha always has like a point to prove against United, I guess. And him starting up at uh up at striker in this game, I think definitely helped him a lot and makes him more valuable. Um, we'll see if someone like Etse starts in the starting lineup or um Batshuayi or something. If if that displaces him or maybe Ayu gets dropped or something um 
but yeah, I, I think Saha is looking really good, but I assume he's been picked up since the, the draft in most leagues. Yeah, I hear like a lot about how Zaha like when early season, like when there's still a possibility of moving, he plays better and then just regresses. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. He definitely looks good so far. And Townsend is definitely overperforming, but I, I picked him up off waivers and he had another strong week from uh, his his week one performance. So he'll go down, but I think Palace look really good. So there's no reason not to pick one of their two best players. Um, mm-hmm. And then I know, Nick, you want Etsy to start and he does look good. He he probably will will grow to starting role, I would hope. Yeah, he's still young. Yeah, I'm still waiting on that. You're waiting on a lot, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's painful. Yeah, not sure why Fosu Mensa got the start over uh, Wambasaka, but um, I assume that's yeah, good fitness. Yeah, obviously, um, he's not gonna. Yeah, I would hope that changes. Um, again, that's just the tail of my team. Dude, you're cursed. <laughs> it just doesn't. That's it's like just that's not like the least of your worries. It's the least of your worries. <laughs> yeah, Juan Basaka not starting is the least of your worries. Um I heard I heard like after the game, I guess he like was training in Dubai or some shit by himself and then had to finish his like mandatory quarantine when he got back. So oh. he should be should well, be back next week. He played today, I think, in the uh the cup, cup game. game. So I guess the other notable things were like Pogba looked dreadful in that game. Um there wasn't mm-hmm. like a lot for Martial and Rashford up top. Rashford scored today, but um, he wasn't great in this game. Um, and the whole Crystal Palace midfield just played really well. Jeffrey Schlup had a great game. I fucking love Schlup, dude. Schlupster. Schlup him up. Premier League, <laughs> Premier League winner Schlup. I don't know if you should Schlup Schlup off the waivers yet. But no, you should Schlup him. Good. No, because he's still gonna like. He doesn't start every game. Yeah. Sadly, or else I would have him just for fun. <laughs> but uh, sometimes yeah. he even starts at left back too. So <laughs> strong performance from Palace, like not what I was expecting at all um, in their yeah. first two games. And the missed penalty he- helped them, or like the 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 retake uh, helped them secure that second goal, which probably made the difference. I don't know if they scored the third one, if not, but um. Definitely, definitely a turning point and very fun to watch. Yeah, who took the first penalty again? It was Jordan I who took it, and then they were yeah, like, and "Fuck that!" and put Zaha in. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see Ayu eventually getting. He should be getting dropped for like Batshuayi, um, at the least. Uh, maybe not next game, but like I'm thinking in the near future, um, or I hope so because I love Batshuayi. So yeah, he should start over him. All right, well, that brings us to the last game of the day for the first uh, first day, and that's Arsenal and West Ham. Arsenal taking down West Ham 2-1. Arsenal got Barely goals Barely squeezing it. <laughs> yeah, just squeezed through. Uh, Lacazette and Nikita scored for Arsenal, and Antonio picked up the goal for West Ham. I was going to say, first of all, that uh, we were talking about Mitro earlier, and Nick, your prediction for the year was that Mitro and Adama battle it out for physical superiority, and I want to throw Mikel Antonio into that ring because he's a yeah. mistake. Yeah, he's a fucking fair. rhino, dude. I love him. <laughs> yeah, he looked good. I, I I actually benched him, and he made me. He made me. Really yeah. Good. Only concern is. Uh... I think Halaire scored two goals in the cup today, so I want I'm Antonio. I mean, I think he's fine and safe now, but if he starts like not being able to score, I I could see 
down the line, Hilaire winning back the, the starting spot. And Dude. maybe Antonio then can play on the right or something, but... Yeah, but, like, I remember they were talking about how they like him at, at striker, and, like, I just feel like the competition from Hilaire is just going to... Antonio's just yeah. an alpha male, dude. He's going to perform. Well, when you said they, you meant, like, Moyes likes him as a striker, right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, if if Moyes is there in a month, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they have... I, was, I posted on Twitter that... I tweeted a or retweeted something that had like a rating of the most difficult fixtures, like upcoming six or something, and West Ham have the the hardest upcoming schedule. So, if they go, if they go zero and eight, it's it's uh gonna be rough. But they should be able to pick up a point at least somewhere. I don't know. They almost did it against Arsenal. Yeah, um, I think they actually outperformed us on expected goals. Um, yeah, they did. I remember it was like more than double at some point. Yeah, it's like yeah, two point three to one point three, so um in West Ham's favor. Um, which yeah, Arsenal definitely have to improve, but um I think just the fact they were able to grind out a win is is pretty good. Um one of the players that from a fantasy perspective was actually really good was Ceballos. Um I noticed had a lot of points in our league. Um just because he's he just didn't start last week because he was like just coming back from Madrid because he like went back and then got reloaned or whatever. Um, so yeah, what, yeah whatever round he, Mike got him in was a steal. Yeah, so he should be starting most games, and he's like all of the play basically goes through him at some point, so he's sure to be involved at least. Um, won't get many goals or assists, even though he did get an assist for the the winning goal um but still maybe under the radar in some leagues yeah i don't know i'm scared of arsenal i'm scared of like Aubameyang and lacazette as a spurs fan like i, I hate watching them because i feel like they can they could score at any time um yeah and they are love each other so they have that yeah. power of love to score that's cute yeah well if they're gonna bring willian into the mix that'd be fine because i have him but threesome <laughs> they are a strong threesome, but they did bring Pepe on for William in the 64th minute. Um, I, I don't see Pepe starting, though, so I think his value is still kind of low, but I can't see people dropping him just because if he does yeah, start. Yeah, I game, have him. I mean, one win. one injury, he's right in there. Yeah, that's true. And Arsenal's yeah. not, not known I for I think William's pretty... Yeah, William's pretty, pretty consistent with uh, fitness, I think. Um, but I mean, it'd be one bad game and Pepe gets a chance. I have Pepe and I've considered dropping him a couple times, but I'm just like too scared of if he does get a starting run. Same for Saka, who did end up starting, um, this week, who is pretty often when he does play our most creative player. So I'm kind of scared to drop him too. Yeah. I guess we should we should also give a shout to West Ham who we thought was going to get pumped this game, um, and they Probably. actually played really well. Yeah, I was shocked they didn't get pumped. Yeah, yeah they played well, but st- yeah, it's still tough to pick like standout players you want from them though, other than like Antonio, I guess the Rhino. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, need the Rhino. I, I don't think they they scored a lot the rest of the players in terms of like fantasy points. No, Bowen yeah. and Fornells both weren't doing great. I can tell you Felipe Anderson did not do much. 
<laughs> dude he should be starting instead of fucking masuaku on the left i mean masuaku is really good but he's just like out of position well I'm, yeah, i mean sleep anderson's a midfielder i mean i don't know what he'd be doing a left back but well that's yeah. what i mean yeah masuaku is like playing pretty high up in the midfield yeah um i mean felipe is like he's a class player but he's like, gotten he he's gotten subbed on the 89th minute both games i want to know what moise <laughs> believes he's gonna do with two minutes of play <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's probably something in the background. If I've learned anything from watching All or Nothing on on uh for, from Spurs, that it's just like things are happening that I would never have expected to happen. Like conversations and like drama that I never would have thought happened to these clubs is happening. So I think it's because Mo- Felipe seems like a head case. So I think it's because Mo- <laughs> Moise has COVID brain. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, he did get diagnosed. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully he's fine because. Um, West Ham really need them on the sidelines, yeah. directing them to these losses. <laughs> Probably be better without them. Yeah, so uh, the next game was uh, Spurs versus Southampton. This one ended also 5-2, another seven-goal game, which is just insane. Uh, Southampton <laughs> got their goals from, both goals from Ings, one was a penalty. Um, and then, oh, sweet Spurs, picked up four goals from Sun, one from Kane, what a fucking week, dude! It was, it was. I, I, I have my negatives about Spurs' game, but like as a Sun owner, it was really fun. As someone who played Kane, I mean, it kind of canceled it out in, entirely based off based on points, but because Kane had four assists and a goal, just nuts. Yeah, yeah. So I, I obviously, I, so I, I didn't watch this whole match, um, but I obviously like watched the goals, and like most of them were like Kane just having like really good vision and smashing a pass um past southampton's like crazy high line and sun just being like a fucking machine um and super clinical as well um i think he's definitely like one of the best finishers probably in the league there's uh, he had five. He almost yeah, had five. He... Oh, dude it was like uh it was so good there's no one in the league who i want to see enter the 18 yard box more than son with the ball like he's the most fun to watch like coming in that in that position. yeah yeah so i mean i guess i have a couple questions so since they were just sort of like counters on the high line that southampton was too stubborn to stop doing after they let up two three four goals that way um where was it actually like a dominant spurs performance no like i, I do want to say that like i wasn't i wasn't happy at halftime and like, if it wasn't for these two players, just like unlock, like it basically, if it wasn't for Kane unlocking them, it, it was it was kind of a dismal game. Like I, we didn't look great. Southampton like picked up goals that we're not gonna we're gonna have to not allow those goals in the future. Um, yeah, I don't. I wasn't like super impressed with anyone except for those two. Um, I, I was just so impressed with them that it made up for it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Hoiberg was like better in this game than the first, but uh, still lacking a little bit. Um, didn't look like fully ready. I think Lo Celso came on in the second half and looked like pretty wayward. Um, Mora, same thing. The defense was like meh. Um, so I don't know. It, it was not a lot to take away except for the fact that that Kane and Son were just amazing. Um, I don't know. Southampton were good too at times but overall like their defense just got kind of penetrated and 
they weren't able to like recover. Um, the one stat that I thought was hilarious was Nick S. J. Adams, and he had the highest difference between expected goal involvement and actual goal involvement in the league at negative one point two nine. So he's like getting tons of opportunities to score. He's just like, dude, he's just shit. fucking me. Dude, the <laughs> the chance that he had against Tottenham was so close. I didn't see yeah. the more recent. He, he should have scored that. But yeah, it's painful to watch. Considering he did well, um, I think in the restart last season i think he started scoring and people thought he was gonna do it and it sounds like he's getting the chances so um i i guess i wouldn't drop him um at this point yeah i don't think you should but also i think you should is all i can say on that (laughs) yeah maybe depends on who he's playing maybe but i don't know he he definitely is gonna score um but like his ghost points are bad. Like he's not doing much on the ball other than that. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a tough player to have. You're just kind of cornered. You have to kind of hold him, and it has to get worse in order for you to drop him. Yeah, I mean, like right now, there's like nobody that I would, I think, pick up that would give me better results. Like I don't know, I could pick up Dean Ghana, and he might score. But I feel like at that point, you know, I might as well have Shea Adams, and he might score as well. Yeah, you need if you're gonna drop him, you need to pick him up. Pick up someone who has like better ghost point potential and like also is gonna score every now and then because Che Adams isn't gonna bang him home. So if you can find someone who has better ghost points um, on the ball, which is easier in our league because we have so many scoring categories, but in typical yeah. like, Tonga or Fantrack scoring, it's a little bit harder. Wasn't Ng's first goal like sick, or am I thinking of a different one? I can't remember. He, like... he definitely had a good goal. I can't remember though. He like took it down like pretty crazy and smashed in or something oh yeah that's right i I do remember that now he he was he was good um he looked like a little bit more like the player he was last year after not doing that in the first week but he looked better spurs defense really just like a little shaky um and a shout out to son who i saw on twitter was uh the first south korean player to score a hat trick in the premier league um i forget how many countries have done it but he's the first first korean I didn't realize that was his first hat trick. Yeah, no, oh, does, yeah, means won the prem anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bias, yeah. I, I would have thought he would have had one before, but guess not. So the next game of the day was a great one. Well, for Brighton, who beat Newcastle three nil off two goals from Mape, Mape and one from Connolly. Uh, just like a dominant performance from Brighton, I thought, and Newcastle looked really bad after I. I picked them to finish 10th, I think, and also thought they had a great first game, but they looked bad in this game, but Brighton looked great. They looked just like they did against Mm -hmm. Chelsea. Yeah. So this one I think I watched part of, but I was happy that my shout for Lilana's injury with Trossar dropping and Connolly starting. Uh, I still don't think anyone has him in our league, but... um, and I'm not sure now it seems like Lallana's fit, so maybe Connolly will go back to the bench. But if he starts in the next couple, I think he's a pretty decent pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, Basuma with that red card is kind of... I was kind of looking at him as like a last rotation midfielder, but now he's going to be suspended. So I think I think Basuma's been my, my least impressive player for Brighton. Um, 
like in both games. He's yeah, just like he, I don't know. He, I'm not confident with him on the ball, and the red card doesn't help. Yeah, I mean the red card is kind of unlucky, but also yeah. just whatever. But I don't know, like Elzate too. Maybe. Well, I mean they're all fine. I I think the way Brian's playing is really good, and obviously a lot of the creativity is coming from the wings and like Lamptey specifically because he's a god. <laughs> yeah, like he's so sick. Uh, he did go off with an injury in the second half, which was concerning. Um, because I love yeah. watching him play. It sounds like he'll be. Uh, I think uh, the latest I heard is that he should be good for this weekend. But if not, it would be like the weekend after. I have seen some leagues where he's not picked up yet, and people are like, "Oh, should I add like Lamptey?" And it's just, yes, period. Like he should be on <laughs> someone's team, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and then Mape looked really good for Brighton. Um, I actually saw that he. Had the biggest jump in golden boot odds this weekend. He went from plus 10,000 to plus 3,300, which puts him on equal footing, Mape, with uh, Aguero, Bruno Fernandez, and Lacazette for the, to win the golden boot this year. Hmm. I don't and know. he's on penalties, which is uh, worth, if no one has him, get him <laughs> for the penalties. Yeah, yeah Mape is definitely going to be, he, it looks like he's going to be a good producer. I like Lacazette at those odds, though. I don't know. I I like to pick the Arsenal players for stuff like that so that I can be either happy that I was right or happy that they didn't. But um, <laughs> he he does look really good too. So like at, at plus thirty three hundred, uh, Lacazette and Mape are both interesting options for for Golden Boot. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to see Lacazette getting the outright start so far this season because he wasn't always in the past, um, and I've always thought he was like really good. Um but just never quite made it in the prem. Um, so hopefully this is year, but I think, um, I think we should talk about start regularly. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of agree, but I think early on he wasn't as he didn't fit like the press that the managers wanted. Like he wasn't working hard enough in that aspect, but he's definitely our best center forward for like hold up play. So, um, I think that's important. And but then, um, yeah, we we should talk about Newcastle, uh, just because they're bad. They looked bad. I was yeah, really. Let's start with uh my guy who got injured and also damaging my fantasy team. <laughs> this was sure. this is probably your your most unfortunate pick, but a lot of people are complaining about this pick, dude. It's, that's not an unfortunate pick, bro. No, yeah, I mean, I think you've, I think it's, I think it's fair to say that you've been unfortunate so far. Like he, he well, should be better. A- ASM should be performing better. Okay, I thought you meant like, well, because before and like outside this, you've said that you thought that I picked him way too early. I mean, I'm not going to take that back, but like, I don't think you picked him at an unreasonable spot. I just think that he, yeah, I mean, he could have gotten a lot better this year and then I think it's a great pick, but yeah, people are, people are definitely upset about him most and especially in the main game too. Like they're just like, oh, why did I ever have this guy? Like he's not worth having in that game. It's still early. He gets he gets a lot of yeah. dribbles and um like ancillary Duels scoring or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean the talent's undeniable. Yeah, and I I do think just just like I, I Felipe Anderson's Warner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how early you got him, but I think it he probably did go early considering early in the season I was pretty down on Newcastle and that mixing in. I think he probably went early, but um, still, like, obviously a talented player. 
I'm just happy that Jeff Hendrick got exposed this week for the fraud that he is. He oh scored God. under Yo, what three the points. Why are you, why? You're just <laughs> so against really, anyone who does You're really well. mad at Jeff Hendrick, huh? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. It's, it's just funny. He's, he had like, in our league, he had like 34 points in the first week, and then he got like less than three this week. It's funny. I don't think anybody was pulling for Jeff Hendrick to be player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two but, people... Um, yeah, the two people I was really disappointed with on Newcastle were two people that I was looking at on waivers, and that was the fullbacks who are both available in our league, uh, Menkeo and Lewis. Jamal Lewis like, probably was the one I preferred, but they looked really bad. They both scored really bad. It definitely makes me probably going to avoid them for a little while. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's interesting that like Lewis is uh, Lewis and Max Aaron's both the Norwich fullbacks were like really highly rated, but Norwich had like by far the worst defense in the league last season so i'm not sure what uh <laughs> what was expected on that aspect maybe they're good going forward um and then yeah he got the studs in the face from basuma which is yeah, he got cracked but... dude that was yeah. bad. <laughs> it looks like he broke his nose i don't think he did though he was back right yeah he probably just got a bunch of holes in his face yeah Swiss cheese I've never like really felt the bottom of a soft ground cleat, but I bet it's just like razor sharp. Those studs. Yeah. Oh, sure. Ryan Frazier got playtime for the first time since March, I think. Hey. Good to see. <laughs> I think five they're... points. Not bad. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think their ideal lineup is uh, St. Maxman on the right and Frazier on the left, but um, they're just taking some time to work to that, I think. Yeah, but he, who knows? He, out, he hasn't played the game since March, I believe, so they're just worried about fitness. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely high oh. on Frazier. Does anyone know how long St. Maxman's out for? I don't. Uh, I think he can play next weekend or this weekend. Because okay. I, think, I think I saw something that I think they had, I forget what was it, maybe like a cup tie or something. And he was like potential, but that they were just going to keep him out until be available for like the weekend. So I think he should play. But if anything, it should be like the week after. Yeah, it says he expect to be fit to face Tottenham on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll pick up. Like he, he won't get worse. He'll, he'll pick up. And I think yeah. Newcastle as a team will figure it out. I mean, they're kind of poorly managed at the moment. Well, they, they also got like a new striker and. Obviously, Frazier, too. So I feel like, I don't know, it'll take a little bit, but he definitely should come good. The reason I'm not concerned about Newcastle is that I think Brighton are like, I don't know. I don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx it, but like, I'm getting 2015 vibes from Brighton. You nah, know? Bro, no way. No, I, th- I think I, they can... I'm not saying they'll do it, but I'm saying that they'll be. I think they're going to be really good. After predicting them the to go down, team. I really hope they don't. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like a dark horse team or something and maybe finish like top half, but uh, I don't know. I mean, we haven't seen them. They lost the game to Chelsea, which I think is fair to argue they should have won. But like, if they don't win those games, then, you know, they're they're still going to struggle overall in terms of like, I think they'll finish top. They could definitely finish top half. But I think that's where their their limit is. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, top half includes first, but yeah, I, I know, what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, again, it's um, early. Yeah. It's early. I mean, technically, yes. <laughs> Would I be disappointed to see Breton in tenth? No, but I I think that they could do better. 
Um, well, yeah, I mean, and it's a huge improvement from last season where they were yeah they on were the fringe fighting of for relegations or yeah to avoid it. So they're just really fun. I, I like them a lot. Like I don't know, they've got they they don't have what Leicester had. Like they don't have those guys. Uh, like they no. no team may ever have that ever again. Um, at least until we're cold in the ground, but um, they still look like they have like some really just great players, like studs. I think Trossard will come good and just be really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, if Trossard was under the radar in anyone's league, I would definitely get him. It looks like he's, whether he's starting in the place where Lalana started week one, which is where he was this week, um, or where he was week one and, and striker alongside Mape, he's definitely a great player to have. Yeah, it does depress me that they have Lolana. Um as long as he's out of the lineup, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about their defense. Like obviously Lamptey from like a uh attacking standpoint is good, but he was, like, he was good defensively. He was a, he was like tracking back, like making great tackles. I was super impressed. Yeah, but I I mean more so like I guess the center backs, I'm still unsure on them. Dunk. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean he's Dunk, probably baby. gonna get a lot of points just because he does. But I just wonder, like, you know, they ended up leaving, uh, conceding all those goals to Chelsea. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And they didn't have not, a lot they of spectacles. Yeah, yeah, they don't play like a a big defensive style. So I just they might just not be worth picking up. Not that they're bad, but like a clean sheet against Newcastle, I, I don't think really tells us too much, especially when, like, you know, Saint Maxman went off early and. It looks like Carroll was at halftime. He was probably pretty bad. <laughs> so. Yeah. The one thing I the one thing I've noticed as a Matt Ryan owner is that who has one save in these two games for them total is that they're not giving up a lot of shots. Like Chelsea banged home their chances, um, mm-hmm. but Matt Ryan had zero saves against Newcastle. So, um, so do you think Ryan is maybe a worse choice than he has been in the past? Or I do so far solid? because I think they're snuffing out shots more than they used to. Um, yeah, well, they they have three center backs now, where it used to be like the Duncan Duffy show. So maybe maybe that's yeah. helped them. <laughs> I did see like a few a few times where like Lamptey did like snuff out what would have been a shot, um, a shot on goal. But it, they're also going to be more of a clean sheet threat this year too. So uh, you know, I'll probably hang on to Ryan at least for a little bit. Um, but like he was, yeah, he's not like super involved. He's he's involved like they involve him like on the ground like with the ball, but. Yeah, they're they're just like snuffing opportunities out. It's just like yeah, with a team like this, I think they're gonna do really well against everyone who is in a top like eight side. They just gotta find a way to dig in against those teams, and like they're gonna be fun to watch when they don't play those teams though, because they're gonna they're gonna fly fly up. All right, well the next game was uh, Liverpool and Chelsea. This one ended two nil to Liverpool. Two goals from Mane. Um, I don't know, not much to say about this one. Chelsea looked bad. Yeah, they look bad. You can tell that there's a lot of new parts that just haven't found the time to mesh yet. Yeah, yeah tr- I think that's it, mostly. And then, obviously, the red card has uh, changed the game a lot, and Liverpool just looks so... Uh, I don't know what a good word is, like, well-oiled, or just... They just look definitely a step above. I mean, above. they're the champs. Yeah. Yeah. Keppa was abysmal, as usual. Yeah, and Keppa, oh my God, sucks. he was... Hey, he made a. I saw him make a high claim. It's big. <laughs> he did get one high claim to succeed. He succeeded, but he did yeah. give away the whole second goal. The one thing I wish we had as a scoring category for um, 
goalies like causing errors that lead to goals. We have it for like every outfielder, but not for goalies because that would have been one. Well, that mm. kind of just applies to Kepa. Yeah. So I think like <laughs> some stuff like Ziyech and Pulisic being fit will help players like Havertz. Obviously, like Havertz has been basically playing like fucking right back and shit. So. Yo, Kai um, Havertz is definitely my 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 bust player this year that I'm like I don't have him, but like I think bro. he's a bust. I don't know. I, I, he's not, it's too early, man. I, I mean, he, dom- it's, he it's dominated the Bundesliga sure. last year. It's yeah. way too early to call that. If if and, I don't and, have a knee jerk reaction, then I'm not me. Okay. <laughs> All right, I get it. No, I get it. That's <laughs> yeah, fair. But cool. um, yeah, I, and like I said, Lampard basically has not playing like right back, and um, yeah, it's just once he has Pulisic and Ziyech on the wings, and he can play his actual position in the center. Um, I think it'll be a lot better. Yeah, will he pop? But, they'll will, also will he... have service from the fullbacks. Yeah, Chilwell and James. Yeah, Chilwell should be good, a good addition for them. They need him. Will, will uh, do you think Kai like displaces Jorginho from the center? Or no, Kovacic um, is also there to displace. Yeah, I think it would I be. It'll place Conte. It'd be. It'd be two players, um, in like a two-player pivot, and then Kai is like more of a center attacking mid or or something like that. Um. So yeah, I I think it'll be Conte and either someone like Kovacic or Jorginho or whoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Declan then I guess Rice if they buy him, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Not much to say about Liverpool. I mean, they just looked like Liverpool. Yeah, Mane was really good. I was a little worried that whoever picked Mane was gonna like be disappointed with him if he regressed at all or like just wasn't getting enough chances because someone else was. Um, but he looked great. Bane did too. Um, yeah, I still think Salah is the better of the two to have for fantasy, uh, for fan tracks. But I mean, obviously, Mane has still earned his like first round draft status. So, and then um, Bobby Firmino with those gl- glistening white teeth, he was he was a little better in this game, but oh, still not. Get, yeah, he could fuck off. <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get hate for the Firmino, uh, and not Firmino. I see people get a lot of hate. <laughs> uh, okay, whatever. If you have, if you give hate for that, you're a dumb fuck anyway. <laughs> uh, whatever. I don't know. We have like how many listeners? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Hey, shout out to our boy in Beirut. Don't matter. We appreciate you. There's no one in Beirut. It's Bahrain. <laughs> Bahrain. My bad. <laughs> oh, shout out to uh, our goes global a, audience. There goes a listener. Yeah. Sorry. We uh, sorry. There goes to Bahrain. Guy. We do want you to stay, but I'm sorry. I understand if you leave. We appreciate your listenership. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Liverpool looked like look looked pretty good. Um, Talk about Werner, <laughs> dude. I think I think Werner Werner looks good, man. Dude, dude he has all the really odds against. He has all the odds against him. He has fucking. Yeah, Havertz playing right back who can't support him, although. He was sort of getting forward at some points before he had to be sacrificed at halftime. But Werner just looks like he's always ready to sprint um, for a ball, like break the offside trap or whatever, um, and just always looks dangerous. He looks so fast. So I, I think I didn't know who was so speedy. Dude, yeah, that guy's honestly, got an engine. Yeah, that's his... honestly, I think bar Kevin De Bruyne, I think Werner could end up most points in the league. Ooh. 
Wow. Big shout. Second. Bold. I don't know if I agree with that, but I think he'll definitely be really good. <laughs> he was their highest rated player on FOMOB in this game. Mm-hmm. Deservedly. He was he was good. Yeah, he won the, the penalty, I guess, so that's a part of it too. Yeah, yeah, they they have a lot of missing pieces. Chelsea, uh, I don't know. I've been critical of them so far, but because I thought Brighton should have won the first game, um, or or at least definitely could have. Um, yeah, but they should bounce back. I, people had high expectations of Chelsea, so so they're gonna. To have be honestly, yeah. if you if you to look at it, I think Chelsea should have walked away from this game with a tie. Like if yeah, Kepa doesn't was... fuck up and Jorginho yeah. doesn't miss the penalty, it's one one. Or Christensen doesn't rugby tackle Mane. Yeah, um, that's fair. And they have, you know, they they played like half the game with ten men, and they were still like getting some chances. I think so. The one um, thing that was like the, the yeah, like yeah, you can like go and say the what ifs, but like Liverpool and like Mane in particular, like that that goal that he scored off the Kepa giveaway was like Mane gave the ball away off like a just like a too heavy through ball. I think it was he like waited the pass too much. And, like, you could see him, like, pull up for a second. And then, like, the next second, he's, like, bombing forward, like, putting pressure on. And um, it's just, like, it's in his brain to press and to, like, get after the ball and to, like, not give up. Yeah. It's, it's not in Chelsea's brain to do that yet. Well, well it's just yeah, Kepa's brain except for running like... at, like, one neuron per second. <laughs> <laughs> he's got yeah, a problem A couple synapses there. misfired there. There were, there were times when, like, Conte, though, I feel like he, like, won the ball pretty high up or got the ball pretty high up and, like, could have yes. probably shot, and then he just, like, turned around and passed out to the wing or something. Um, Somebody should give Conte a back massage and tell him that he's, like, better than he thinks he is because he needs to just, like, be do like he's he's doing so much. He's so good. He just needs to, like, shoot or, like, like think of the – like, he's he's just not – he doesn't have the confidence, it looks like, to, like, do it. Um, but yeah, he, be, he, he was their most positive player besides Werner. Yeah, so I think that yeah, that Chelsea could have got something, and they still look like like once they start clicking, which could take you know even like a month more or something, they should be really good still. Yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll I'll backpedal on my Chelsea criticism a little bit, but um, they need Captain America back, I think, and Ziyech. Yeah, they'll they'll be back. All right, well, the I think last they'll game, be back yeah. soon. I think yeah, they'll they, be back sooner rather than later too. So yeah, that's true. The last game of the week was Leicester and Burnley. Leicester, Leicester won this one four two. They picked up goals from Barnes, Peters, uh, own goal from Burnley. Uh, James Justin tapped one in. Pryat also scored, and Burnley's goals came from Wood and Dunn. Um, I don't know. Leicester, same as usual. Like they were really good. I kind of expected this to be a draw. Um, but Burnley just didn't look too good. Yeah. Um, Harvey Barnes, I like pretty good. Yeah. Lester has a lot of players that are like very, very, uh, fantasy worthy. Um, whereas like the opposite is true for Burnley. I picked up pride expecting him to not come close to like the 20 ish points he got in the first week. And then he did even better. And Madison still didn't start, um, to Pryde's credits. So I feel like I stole some points there and got away with one. So I'm happy and I'll probably drop him pretty soon. Oh, well, I, I, I don't know. He was good. Like their midfield's kind of getting crowded. Um, especially with under coming in, 
Yeah, um, I think it's diabolical that Perez still is starting, but... Well, once Madison's fit, I would be very upset to see him starting. But, like, under should play at that wing spot if someone else doesn't. Um, I don't know if Pryat could be a winger, but, like, if he could, nah, I think they would have... Yeah, so. I don't think he can do that, so... Um, the new signing, hopefully, I picked him up off waivers, so hopefully we'll start there uh, over Perez because Perez is pretty dreadful. Yeah, or he could end up like Rashid Gazal, if you remember when they got him from Lyon. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the I guess the story for for Leicester in terms of fantasies, their fullbacks have just been uh, amazing. Both yeah. um, Castagne and Justin were good again this game. It, it was funny because I played, I had Son and I was playing Kane, and then I have Justin and I was playing Castagna. Like we were all like evenly matched um, throughout this game week, and Castagna I think probably looked the better because Justin's goal was like kind of a gift. Um, but it's going to be difficult when Pereira comes back in. Like they'll probably put Castagna on the left, which will bump Justin out. So keep that in mind as a as a Justin owner um, that his he he might be bumped out. And Harvey Barnes was really good. Um, mm-hmm. How did Telemans do? Because he should be... I mean, he should be pretty stuck in the starting lineup in midfield, I think. And it's The thing about that... Telemans is he takes their corners, and they had so many of them. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, yeah, and he seems like he'll stay in. And in our league, he's sort of in a position that should see... Yeah, so far, about 14 points in our league in, in both the first two games. So, um pretty consistent and i would expect to see him keep that up um pretty consistently yeah Tillman's should consistent like 10 times (laughs) (laughs) vardy was uh shit (laughs) i mean he's never shit he's just sometimes not scoring but yeah yeah. was it justin got more touches in the box than him did you say yeah i think that's what that's what that stat was which is just yeah he's like um it's yeah i feel like he's pretty i mean he scores a lot right but it's like his points are from his goals more than um the other stuff he sort of does yeah um but like what are you gonna do if you own him you own him you gotta keep him yeah and he's on penalties so yeah he's just a little bit less valuable in fan tracks than in the normal scoring Mm -hmm. i don't know was there anybody from burnley that impressed you it was kind of not impressive chris wood is a good striker option uh dwight mcneil is like their whole creativity and like what's yeah going forward. i've always liked mcneil um i think he's probably a good fan tracks player wood i think is underrated too um just as a striker i think he's good brady uh perpetually injured got injured and subbed off in the first half as always so um <laughs> Who came off for him? They had to put Peters on, who's a left back, uh, yeah. for him on the left wing. So I'm not sure what other winger options they'll have, uh, or if they'll have to do that. In which case, maybe I need to go pick up Peters right now. <laughs> yeah, Peters but, is a, is a decent option. Wood, McNeil, and Pope are really like that. Kind of rounds up the list from Burnley so far. Dude, I mean, I'm there's probably even the some... league. There's, I'm looking at the players. And this is dreadful. <laughs> well, they they who, finished who pretty well. Brownhill? Like what? Yeah, <laughs> they finished also, pretty well last year, and um, yeah, it's it it's weird. They're just solid. I, they lost Hendrick to Newcastle, but 
Um, yeah, that was a big It'd be ball. better if they didn't have Sean Dyke grubbing for worms on the sideline like a wild boar. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, someone like Pope helps them, although... Pope is them, yeah. dude. <laughs> Pope I don't know. They, 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 they didn't do much. They did, did concede, not do much. They did concede four goals, but they also had to play Jimmy Dunn as a <laughs> center back. Who, he scored. Who scored. He scored. I know. <laughs> But he's no Tarkowski. I guess we have to be mindful that Tarkowski isn't in. Yeah. Um, ben Mee is injured as well, and they're usually the two. So Right. Those two players missing is like huge for Burnley because they were pretty good defensively last year. I know in one of our leagues, we're in like a 16-team draft league somewhere else, uh, like on the main app, and we picked up Phil Bardsley on our team, and it's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> here's something. Since subbing on in the... Uh, 40th minute for uh, Brady who's injured Peters ended after 50 minutes with negative .32 in our league nice so. nobody has him right <laughs> no maybe not a good option though <laughs> yeah maybe a regress on that yeah maybe I don't know check. Burnley is not, not super exciting yet Um. oh and Peters had the own goal that's why oh okay but he might have been better without that Mm-hmm. Yeah, Castagna, um, proving me wrong. I thought he'd be kind of a periphery player, um, and I, I thought he would sort of be a rotation option for Pereira. And I expected them to sign someone to replace Chilwell. Um, but I mean, Justin's been doing well over there, and Castagna has actually been doing well so far. I still think Pereira will come back in over him, but that's not going to be for. Um, still months at this point before he's back um yeah and, and apparently castania can also play on the left so maybe it's more Justin's spot that's in danger by him because castania looks definitely a player i wasn't expecting to look good i think he was even the backup at atalanta where he came from so um, yeah that that's i think i'd be more worried as a justin owner than a castania owner, owner um because i know he can play on the left it seems weird because we know Pereira's going to come in on the right um but yeah, yeah maybe Pereira it. goes on the left. Who knows? I don't know because I think he's played there at least once as well. So we'll yeah. see. I just can kind of sort of see the future of Justin dropping out, which is sad because my defense is is really bad. And I need him, but uh, I'll have him for a few more months and don't drop him yet. Obviously. Um, yeah, there's yeah. months. These these two are probably there for months. So people are just talking good. about him Pereira coming back in October, and it's just not going to happen. Um, yeah, with the type of injury he had, it's not going to happen. mm Hmm. All right, so we can move on to the first match of the last match day on Monday. Uh, this was Villa and Sheffield. Uh, Villa took this one off a... What minute was this goal? 63rd minute goal from Kansa to win this one 1-0 for Villa. A, a surprising result, I think. Um, Villa came out and looked pretty good. Um, but they were also helped along the way by a red card from John Egan and a missed penalty by Lundstrom for Sheffield. So, I mean... Was well, a missed the, penalty, the Emmy Martinez... Big Dick Emmy Martinez <laughs> saved that shit. It was a really yeah, good yeah. save because we saw um, De Gea have to, or yeah, he they had to retake that penalty because De Gea stepped off his line. Uh, Martinez like stayed on the line the whole time and like really dove all the way to the side and and saved it. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, yeah he was good. that's a that's I, I a just, that's a sneaky pick for goalie. Like if he's on waivers in your league, that'd be a good shout. If you have a bad goalie. Yeah, it was just baffling to me what fucking Dean Smith was telling his players in this game because 
literally the whole game they just kept fucking it was 12 minute red card right and Villa's plan through Dean Smith I'm assuming was just fucking keep crossing it at these huge fucking Sheffield United players just yeah big shithouse dudes and yeah obviously the they held out as long as they did because Villa just weren't doing anything else and expected Watkins to like out muscle like three beefy men and I just I don't know yeah it wasn't it wasn't a good strategy I feel like like Grealish wasn't super involved he didn't have a ton of points um like John McGinn didn't have a ton of points I know I had him and ended up dropping him actually because yeah I mean those two are good enough in the center that they could have got something going and and attacked more directly that way so it just didn't make sense to me Talk yeah, about Maddie, my boy Maddie Cash. Yeah, Maddie Cash. Maddie I was gonna say, Cash. He, he fucking benefited from this style. He was just whipping them in. Yeah, Dude, I love it. What a Matt, steal. Many, what did he get for fifteen points? That's not bad. He's literally just stood there, fucking smashing them. Yeah, over and over, he just like basically. he killed off in the second half. But yeah, yeah. Dude, I feel like that happens so many like, times on fan tracks. I feel like they're just yeah. messing with the messing with the point totals. They're just teasing me. Even players like Trezeguet, who they just had enough that they could have tried to... I mean, I guess if Sheffield was crowding everywhere, maybe they didn't have as many options as I thought, but... Yeah, Sheffield looked to be in a bit of trouble. I don't know. They're definitely regressing. Yeah. But, I don't know, Villa looked good to credit them. I picked them to go down, and I think I picked them to finish last, but they looked pretty decent. Um... Like, I like the back line, which is, like, a good place to start if you're thinking about going down is to get a good back line. And Mings and Kansa looked good. Kansa obviously picked up the goal. Matty Cash slung in a lot of crosses. Um, Matty Cash. <laughs> Dude, you just like his name? <laughs> Target. Yeah. Uh, Target, I don't know. He he conceded the pen, although I thought it was kind of, like, I don't know, soft, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but, he's a player I kind of yeah. I considered like for the one second, but I wouldn't pick him up unless he really started proving me something sitting down there in waivers. Um, before he proves something, I'm probably not going to touch him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, they're I mean, solid. They should be okay. Um, I, I do I do like Emmy Martinez as a as a goalie pick. Um, yeah, he should get some some saves. But yeah, it's yet to see with Sheffield because of the red card, like. We'll see. But so far, not so good. All right, should we jump into the last game? Yeah. Wolves and Man City battled it out. It was a 3-1 finish, but a probably a closer game than that. Um, City beating Wolves. Uh, Wolves got their goal from Jimenez, uh, and Man City got a penalty from De Bruyne, and uh, two goals from Foden and Jesus. Jesus setting the record for most goal most goals in a game week, which we already talked about. It's just nuts. I'm really happy. I do want to say that I have a theory that it's related to the lack of fans. I don't know if this is happening in other sports, but like maybe the players are just like more relaxed and just like able to be more free and not as stressed out and just like trying more things and being more creative. I don't know. Or it's easier for the defenders to like switch off to or something without the crowd behind them, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, perhaps. But definitely, it's possible. But fast. also, the penalties are definitely probably penalties are contributing part. to that. Yeah, yeah, they're going soft. <laughs> but yeah, Foden... going soft. 
<laughs> Foden picked up a goal, which is good for Foden owners who are kind of unsure of what he'd be. Um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't get to c- catch all of this game, but um, I know that Wolves sort of bought a lot of chances late on. Um, yeah, and, fucking Potence, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, toward the end, Potence was, I think, even more far uh, forward than Raul for a while, um, and he definitely could have scored, like, at least one or even two of his own. Uh, so, yeah. he's. I mean, he looks good, I think. Um, I, he'll always be starting as well with uh, with Jimenez, at least for the near future. Um, especially yeah. with Jota off to Liverpool, obviously. I'm definitely um, seeing a lot of people wondering whether or not to pick up Potence, and I think that's a strong yes, like, for sure. Yeah. Um. Because he should continue to start. Um, I don't think he'll start in that advanced of a role, but um, he looks good so far. I mean, he did bottle quite a bit, but uh, a nice assist to, to Jimenez. And, I mean, whenever you have Jimenez up top, you're going to get chances for that. Yeah. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I guess City, they look to just be right back into it like they want to score goals. They did at the later on in the game when... Wolves were getting all their chances. They definitely looked like they might have relaxed a bit too much. Um, but I still think they're just going to score a shit ton of goals this season. Um, and like I said, I got lucky with Jesus getting that late goal. Because um, he didn't he didn't do too much otherwise. Yeah. What's the story with Mares? I actually didn't think about this, but he, he was on the um, bench for this one. I know he had COVID, so maybe that. Maybe but he was on the bench it, though. Yeah, he he should be starting. Um, I think sort of like a front three type of thing would be Mara's, Jesus, Sterling, and um, I guess they played with a double pivot and De Bruyne at Cam this game, so maybe it's something like that with Mara's on the right. But I, I don't think Foden will start over, um, any of the players that started today usually. Mm-hmm. And the city's always just had a million players that. Could sub in and out anytime. A lack of talent. Yeah. True. Yeah, they have like another world class player in every spot ready to go. Photos yeah, that- originally like the he's supposed to be like the David Silva replacement. Um but uh, obviously in the last season two he's been playing on the right some, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess uh, of note for Wolves uh, was Marcel going out with an injury in the f- in the eighth minute, um, being replaced by Vinagre, who a lot of people thought would start in that role, but hasn't so far this year. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how long Marcel is out. I hear it might be kind of a short injury, so it could be. Yeah, it might just be one week, but um, I believe that's what I read. Yeah, so pr- probably no reason to drop him if you picked him up as as the left or left wing back for them. Um, I don't know, their defense still looked good. Like they held City back for parts of the game. Like they stayed in the game until Jesus finished them off in the end, but um the defense kept them in it. Like they were always kind of in it and they had certainly had their chances. Um so I, I would say it's still a positive performance from them. Obviously they want to get a result from every game they play, um, given like where they're finishing and where they want to continue to be, but um Yeah, and it's City. I think I think they'll kind of crush teams that that aren't sort of like the Liverpool and City of the league. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I do, I do rate City to be like like head in the game this year, um, ready to compete with Liverpool like step for step and whoever else yeah. wants to come up there and 
also compete with them, but so far they seem to be the only two teams with the mindset to do it. Yeah, I mean, Wolves crushed uh, Sheffield United last season, just scoring two in like six minutes, and then um, just sort of seeing out the game with no issues, so. Yeah. Does there anyone have any notes on any other players? I, I don't know. There's some players who I feel like um, still like aren't. I don't know. There's still it's only we're only two weeks in, so there's still a lot to be seen. Um, but My players like Helder Costa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick hasn't put his whole team on waivers yet, so it's uh we're still we're still in a good spot. Nick, I I feel like you need to uh get back to your old ways of like hitting the waivers. You're not doing that. <laughs> Well, it's hard. We have auction money now. It's like, I don't know how to spend dude, it. Dude, you're letting that get in your head, man. Just bid, dude. That money's yeah. not doing you any good in your account. Yeah, you gotta let it flow, man. You can't take it with you. <laughs> I, should definitely, I should definitely see Angisa and like maybe Helder Costa on your team after that. Dude, like, I wanted Angisa, but I'm not paying $5 for him. Did someone pay, pay $5 a dollar. for him? What? Who paid $5 for him? Uh... I think Javier. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I think I'll so. have to look. Someone paid money for him, and that Bills. was just something. That's just because the the, wa- the waiver hype was real this weekend. So like that won't happen every week. It's just everyone was like spending cash this weekend. Maddie cash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cash. I no longer I, have cash. <laughs> not a problem. But yep. Sorry, Warner's got zip. But he, you can trade for bid bid money now. That's a new development. But you spent a hundred on bail. So wait, what? You can't trade bid money. No, you can trade bid money. Oh, they said he couldn't. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're in for a rude awakening this weekend, Tim. I have some uh, favorable matchups. We're going head Are to you head. Guys yeah, playing each other. I'm a little worried. Yeah, so I guess for reference, I uh, last week I won. I put up like uh, the points are going to sound ridiculous because our fan track scoring is like all custom, but I put up 240 points. I did have like 10 goals, so that's why. Um, and I went up against. Uh, McCarthy, who had the second most points in the league by a f- by a huge margin, with one ninety six, I think, like an absolute. I just want to say, like, respect, like, thanks for the matchup. Like, it was really fun. And uh, if I lost that, I would have been incredibly depressed, and we might not have been able to record this podcast. Yeah, you always <laughs> had like a thirty point margin on him, and you're like, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna Dude, lose. he had so many <laughs> players left to play. I mean, I just. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And after I didn't start the Rhino and he put up 20 points, I felt bad. But then Potent scored, so or got an assist. So. Um, but Nick is – you picked up a win this week, but, you, you know, you're coming – this is the big leagues now. Like, <laughs> I'm expecting I'm expecting big points from all my players, and, like, <laughs> your players are, like, kind of bad. Yeah, but, dude, <laughs> Yeah, all right me now, and Nick want are points, not big points, just points. <laughs> Right now, bro, right now, my team's facing uh, – I'll give you, like, some of the some of the – Rundown: Sheffield, Aston Villa, Burnley, West Brom, another Burnley. Like I'm facing terrible teams. My players. So That's like, not good. This this is the team to face you right now. Do you think it's make or break for your team? Like I feel like your team's getting. If your team puts up like a lot of players, could put up single digits. Like you might be dropping them. Like they're just players that like should be performing way better. And like if I drop them now. Like I'm gonna be picking up maybe a marginal better player in the immediate, but like I think in the end, like I'd lose out. So yeah. like I, I'm I'm literally my dick is tied. 
<laughs> don't panic, dude. Don't panic. My advice to all <laughs> managers out there is don't do what I'm doing is panicking. I'm dropping people left and right. It's kind of working so far, but like it, it, it could all come crumbling down really fast. My, yeah. my bench is just filled with players that should be starting that don't. Cancelo, Deli Alley, Etse, Bashuai. Like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah, they could all they could all find their way in though. Warner, your players. problem is that your players don't play. So yeah, I'm dead fucking last. <laughs> uh, Tim's in first. He has 200 points more than I do. Well, I'm not in first. I'm actually in fifth because I lost first game week. But oh well, you have the most points, and points. You have 200 more points yeah. than I do. I think first has 120 more than I do. Let's Basically, just say that I have no points. You better not waltz into a matchup with me and expect to keep that team. Like it's the big leagues. You better figure it out. Tim, Tim, your 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 point total average. Like over the two game weeks, almost it trumps Warner. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, almost, it almost trumps me. <laughs> I, and then Colin, I think we should give you a shot. Your team's been really good. Yeah, they've. Uh, I when I drafted, I sort of was looking at like trying to definitely get players who are going to play at the start of the season, which might hamstring me later on. Um, but I'm sort of playing like I'll get there when i come to it <laughs> i was second yeah. overall just because i have uh two wins um and then of the four of us with two wins i have the second most points only by two points i'm only two points behind yeah, my rally overall you're close um so yeah, yeah what pretty I, close what i'm hoping to have is like a community where people like mccarthy who lose and have the second most points in the week and like have kane who scores 68 and they still lose like I want yeah. them to have a place to come and like not be so <laughs> depressed because I've been there so many times where I'm just like I want to explain to the world how bad this was for me and like how close I was to winning and like all the things that could have gone wrong. I don't know. Just c- come hit us up on Twitter and tell me all your problems because I, I I understand it. Yeah, and I want to say I I said how I wanted to I pick players who I knew would play and I say that and I like my defense and like. <laughs> both Joe, both Joe Gomez and Kieran Tierney got injured in warmups or right before the game and dropped out of the lineup. Mourinho dropped Alderweireld for no fucking reason, and Ben Davies got that's one fucked point. up. Oh. I don't know why he dropped out the world. And then Davies, and, who's getting replaced? Davies got one point oh six points. So my total defense got one point oh six points this this <laughs> week. <laughs> I still put up one fifty three. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually fucked up. And Guaita only got a. Uh, only six points against United, three mostly three saves, and then obviously no clean sheet because uh, because United got that that one goal from Van de Beek. So yeah, one goal. I have to get a fucking goalie. I don't even have a goalie that plays right now. <laughs> oh yeah, you have fucking. Oh, fucking Dude, I, <laughs> I knew Ariel was gonna start. Yeah, that was another thing where I was just watching that game. Well, I think I think Tim and Chris were over my house for that game, and I was like, I was telling them like. Yeah, I know Nick definitely has Rodex. I played him last week or something, and I know Ariel is gonna start. And I just imagine. <laughs> well, I knew they got him to to like be the starter, but I felt like it was gonna be more of a a competition that was gonna happen like down the line. But no, it didn't. And I just was stupid and did not wake up in time <laughs> to change that. <laughs> so now I'm gonna have yeah. to fucking get like some god awful keeper no, dude, i don't i don't want to tell keepers. you to do this but like you should be dropping him for emmy martinez that's what i would do yeah but I already have a villa. if you're a big fulham fan i already have a villa um oh yeah defender. you've made cash yeah i don't know i mean De Gea is available now martinez you could ride 
Darlo for a bit till Dubravka's back. You could get Keppa. Do that. <laughs> ride Darlo for a bit. I think that's a good pony to ride. I would suggest John, that. Johnstone from West Brom. I don't know. I could also just try to get Mendy. McCarthy from Southampton, but I wouldn't get him. Um, but there, there's plenty of uh, starting keepers that are available who are not the worst ones. So Have you not done that, Nick, yet? You haven't dropped your Rodak for somebody? Well, I feel like nobody's going to pick up any of these goalkeepers off waivers, so I have time. Yeah, I but mean, a get, lot of them are free agents, so you can just grab them now. Get that fucking <laughs> meatloaf out of your head and pick somebody up. Well, I don't know. I kind of want to just wait till Chelsea drops Mendy, and then I can get him. I hope you what forget. If, and I'm going to bet. Yeah, but 50 if they on announce him. him, if they announce him, like if they don't announce him tomorrow, he won't be in the game for waivers. Like, yeah, before I'm going to probably have to get somebody shitty. Before the week, you might as well just do that now, and then you can drop them for Mendy if he comes in. <laughs> All right, boys, we went over here. We can shit on Nick after this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I get shit on during the week on the pods. Okay. <laughs> this could be your refuge, maybe. I'm a, maybe I'm, we'll, a, I'm like Odell over here. Yeah, he has we can plenty of just shit on my chest in a space <laughs> station. We can make this a safe space for you. We can make this a safe space for you. Nowhere is safe. Yeah, that's true. Actually, fuck that. All right, yeah. (laughs) So we'll we'll be back later with... uh, We're going to do a Game Week preview episode that'll be like short, like hopefully like 20 or 30 minutes um, uh, at the end of the week, like right before uh, before the Game Week, hopefully in time for you guys to listen before uh, the first match on Saturday morning um, or evening, depending where you are. Hashtag Bahrain. Um, Shout out. Or just the UK where the games are. (laughs) <laughs> at normal times yeah not at 7 a.m yeah i guess west coast is worse like that's a 4 a.m start for a 7 a.m game that's brutal yeah let me just say i want to i want to i want to get a big like group of bahrain supporters so whoever's listening to bahrain right now shout yeah. us out tell, tell your friends. friends because we're coming <laughs> we're coming it'll be like those those like those like spurs cypress flags that fly in the spurs stadium we can just have like two added minutes Bahrain. Oh, if you think if you think our first video we put out on YouTube someday in the future is not have a big Bahrain flag in the back, you're dead wrong. We're we're coming to Bahrain. I can't wait. Yeah, we'll find some autographs. We'll, yeah. we'll do our, our world tour. We'll make sure we have Bahrain on the on the, <laughs> on the back of the T-shirt. You know, just on the agenda to make sure we go there. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go. Um. So yeah. So 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 look out for the. Uh, the gaming previews uh follow us on twitter two underscore added um and yeah we'll see you later adios peace see ya everyone's just shitting on my chest